0: But I will save my aces that I have under my sleeve for the lawsuit, (laughs) not for here. The only thing that I can tell you is that a lot of you guys are right about a lot of things. Thank you so much, guys.
1: The Tesla Q podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended for and should not be used as financial, investment, or trading advice. Research associated with fiscal decisions should be conducted elsewhere. The host of the show possesses no license or credentials to warrant accepting advice based on what is heard on the Tesla Q podcast. Additionally, even though the host and guests may hold positions in companies discussed on the show, they don't have insights into the next time step of the simulation. Therefore, do not make any financial decisions based on the contents of this podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode number 41 of the Tesla Q podcast. Doing this interview on August 1st, 2019, and today's going to be an interview with Christina Balan. She used to be an engineer with Tesla. Uh, this is two days in a row of me doing an interview, which is a record for me with the podcast. If you'd like to become a contributor to the podcast, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. And there's a, a new bonus portion of the interview with Milena Lakoski that I did yesterday that's available to subscribers. So if you want to listen to that, go there. And as always, if you want some good shorty merchandise, go to evacuationboy.com or go to the Shock Market site that's run by Trish on Twitter. And if you need a link to that, let me know. I'll track it down and send it to you. And without further ado, we're going to talk with Christina Balan. Welcome, Christina.
0: Hi, Hi. Thank you for having me.
1: You're welcome. It, did I did I pronounce your name right, yes. Balan? Yep. Okay. So, Christina, I understand that you are a mechanical engineer. Yes, I am. So tell us tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up being a mechanical engineer.
0: Uh, I was uh, born in Romania, born and raised uh, near the Castle of Dracula, actually. <laughs> Ah, Transylvania. Transylvania, yes. (laughs) Ten minutes from the castle. Proud to be a Romanian. I uh, graduated from the University of Transylvania in mechanical manufacturing engineering, actually. Um, I always loved cars. And I'm not saying just, you know, watch it or drive it. I, I really loved cars. Actually, I have a video with my dad uh telling the parts of the engine like all the pistons and get everything that was in the engine on two and a half years old so
1: (laughs) i really (laughs) love cars (laughs) and so what did you have a favorite car as a child
0: uh i I had a favorite brand yes it's audi audi okay or or since i remember i i love audis and, uh, okay. and ferrari but hey ferrari is just a dream
1: <laughs> yeah that's a little little out of reach for most people
0: uh i love actually ferrari for the the innovation that the technologies that they always put in is they didn't put money just on manufacturing side but or on design side but they have a special r&d uh just for innovations which i think it's, it's critical for for automotive company to have
1: yeah i think. Most of that is probably on the Formula One circuit so that they can compete there.
0: Yes, right? I, I think that... that that this is what the trigger first, but uh, yeah if you see a Ferrari or if you stay on a Ferrari, it's it's not just the engine and the, you know that beautiful noise that they are making, but also the the inside quality, yeah. like you know the seats and everything that has in it. Like they, they put a lot of heart and passion in it. So that's why I love mm-hmm. them so much. All right.
1: Uh, and when you finished university and started your career, did you start immediately in the automotive industry?
0: Yes, actually, uh, I had two internships to uh, during the, the um, university in, uh, in Russia, uh with some big automotive uh, OEMs. And I knew that this is what I wanted to like. I knew before, but <laughs> I was... I was really passionate about it. And uh, actually I had the, it's funny, uh, my mom was a programmer and I always want to be a, a programmer. And uh, I choose to have, a, you know, to go that path. And uh, it is a way in Romania that you can choose to have a, a, a high school and a college both in, in one. And on 18 years old I end up with the, uh college degree with the, as the programmer. And I decided, I said, nah, programming is too <laughs> too boring. Car, it's steal my passion. So I start, you know, the university, and, uh, uh, and it's funny because uh, everybody was asking me well, why am I am not going to the automotive, you know, auto, an automotive uh, uh, engineering you know, program. And I love mechanical just because it's so broad, and they teach you about so many things that you can go in many directions. That, but just not just one. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as I graduated, actually, I, uh, I moved uh, to Canada. And my first mm-hmm. job was, uh, was in Canada. I'm a, I'm a Canadian, proud to be a Canadian citizen, too. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, from there, basically, my, uh, my career started. And um, uh, I, work, I work mainly automotive. Actually, it's funny, I was the only woman uh that was ever allowed in the R&D center of Honda Japan hmm. so i was uh, working i was there i i was sent there by my uh, company it was a supplier for tier 1 supplier for honda and uh i went there to help them for 2 weeks and i ended up staying more than 5 months so <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, let's say a really challenging expe- experience <laughs> Mm they are but I love that and uh, uh, after another another car that I work on was um, in Germany for Audi the R8 which I Ah, absolutely love
1: (laughs) didn't uh didn't Iron Man drive one of those in one of the movies
0: (laughs) yes he did it's a it's a pretty nice car Uh, it is it is it's especially after you know you 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 drive it for the first time you realize how awesome it is it's it's mind-blowing especially it Germany a, a, when you can drive and you know keep going you don't have a limit <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: the autobahn yes the autobahn uh, does on... that have a 10-cylinder engine or eight well, or 12 or do you remember
0: i don't remember which one i work on it was in 2007 yeah 2007 that i work on. and so in the same time uh, the company that i work uh, i work for it was a design house um, they love what they did and I end up uh, redo redoing the, uh, Porsche Cayenne, uh, door. So it was the first time that the Porsche came up with the Cayenne with the SUV from a normal, like mm-hmm. sports cars. So it was a challenge for them as well. And I worked for that one too. Um, and I worked for a few other, uh, models being, you know, as a supplier, as a design house for, uh, Chrysler and, um. I untouched some uh, Nissan parts Uh, and life took me uh, for a spin. And in 2007, I accepted uh, an offer from Boeing and I worked for the 77 Dreamliner. Uh, Yes, it was an awesome project again. What can I say? Ah, (laughs) I think my my expertise in designing and in Katia took me me to a really awesome, uh, and I'm really, how can I can say lucky and humble and graceful for the projects that I work in my life. Uh, I loved uh, Boeing for the three, I stayed three and a half years, I think I was, yeah, three and a half years. I traveled around the world for them. I ended up being uh, the Boeing representative for uh, uh, the 77 Dreamliner interior team. Uh, and I'm... I help them quite a few. I come up with some innovations for them, save them a lot of money. Uh, and uh, after that, I said, no, I cannot do aerospace. <laughs> not, not airplanes, anyway. It was awesome in the beginning, But because everything was new, and you can do a lot of, you know, I was, I'm was i passionate about what I'm doing. You know that. <laughs> about me. Mm-hmm. But uh, after a while with aerospace, it's just you do the same thing, but from different you know clients A or delta yeah. or stuff and now i need to you know go back to to automotive and uh, this is what that that was the moment that i actually apply i put my resume out again and they said okay let's let, let's try again automotive and um, this is how i end up to to tesla uh, it's funny because uh, i had uh, an offer <laughs> From Fisker Automotive, if you know.
1: Ah <laughs> uh, yes, I'm I'm familiar with them. They had a a plug-in yeah, hybrid, did, I think. And uh, this went bankrupt yeah. and.
0: And, uh, I told Tesla that I they have to wait for six months until I'm finished this contract with them, uh, and Tesla convinced me, pursued me, and actually convinced me to <laughs> to start with Tesla directly. So that was in 2010. And. Uh, I would lie. If I say that I was really, really happy uh, working on the EV project. Uh, it's funny because for for Honda was the FCX, the fuel cell car that I used to work. Anyway, the, the yeah, clarity. but uh, I loved. Uh, let me put it this way: you know, everybody has a dream. What if we have this? What if we will have that? Well, for me, all the time I was like. You know, it cool to have like an electrical car, like to, like not just a, like a golf car, but a really, really electrical car. And imagine me to have one. And uh, I don't know about you. I don't know if you saw the movie, but I cried when I saw who killed the electrical car. And it worked like the ref or, and, you know, the G even now if i'm thinking i'm I'm sad thinking how 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 they decided to, to to kill that project but uh to have the chance to be part of a of you know of a new one like a new era of, of automotive i said yeah why not i will start and uh, it's funny when i start with the tesla they were they were just moving to palo alto i think they, we were less than 30 40 people in there that's it i don't think there were 30 wow. people i have some pictures that i can share with you there and we were under construction like it it was it was the paradise of nerds in there those old outcasts <laughs> even from from born is- from russia and from china and from japan and you know uh, it was nice it was the environment was really really nice I, I i was lucky to to see the the born of you know of a dream for many sadly i was part also to see how a company can be destroyed if you have too much of a ego on it so mm-hmm. uh, anyway when i started in uh with tesla they just finished the roaster and uh oh. they were you know selling it and it was really nice it was you know the the speed in that car it was mind-blowing for that time i mean from 2010 and uh, uh, they started uh, when i got there they, they actually start with the uh, first kind of like real prototype of Model S, and uh, i end up to a point that the tesla could not they had such a big design problem uh, in the company that uh, they actually flew quite a few experts from friends And from Europe to help them out and fix the fix the problem. Uh, And uh, I said, right, let me, let me give it a try. (laughs) And imagine a girl. I was the only woman, by the way. (laughs) Not that it's a, it's a shock. I, you know, in my entire career, I never worked with the women that did what I was, what I do, like the pure design. There are a lot of girls in like purchasing or, you know, management or project management. But Sadly, they are not quite, you know, they are not too many that I even heard of. And it's sad because I think I think we can we can do it. I think, and the, I think it's mm-hmm. mis- misconception, Absolutely. you know, for for a lot of women thinking that men are, you know, too too mean or too. I I disagree. I I think for for me, what made me. The way I am, and, and you know, to push myself, are the guys because they're really direct. You know, if if a guy has a problem, he's telling you. <laughs> you have an argument about it. Mm-hmm. You shake hands, you discuss it, and move on. So it's funny. I never worked with a woman before, so I'm curious. You know, in the future, <laughs> it, it will be different. <laughs> but uh, and, um, with the mother less, uh I'll I ask them I like, can I give it a try? You know, before we we move forward. It's like, let me let me see if I can do something with the with the model, and uh, I fix it. Uh, everybody was shocked. <laughs> they not even knew my name, a lot of them because I <laughs> I just got hired. Well, I thought that it's uh, it was you know I was really proud for what I did, but be, it became the the bless the like the blessing and the curse of my entire career, because from that moment nobody want to touch modules anymore. I was the, the go-to person for the battery. And uh, it's funny because on the after the, the first prototype was done and you know what, uh, I, and I will tell you the story, you know, I, things didn't end up quite good for me and Tesla, but I'm not on, of one of those person to say that everything is bad. You know, you end up with a relationship and the, the guy is the blame for everything. <laughs> you don't remember anything that is good before. So, I'm not that person. I've I, I been through a lot of good moments with my team in Tesla and a really, really, really awful one. So, anyway, uh, after I did this, you know, the, and I saved the model S, they actually made me a really, really big surprise. It was not the first time that I was acknowledged, you know, my managers and my team. The knowledge my uh, my uh, contribution you know around my through my career but uh, this kind of like brought me to tears because uh, my managers and a few directors uh, they made me a surprise and, and uh, after we we basically finished the first alpha the first battery that Model S had they went and talked with the supplier and uh, without my knowledge, they engrave my name in every single battery pack <laughs> that Tesla had for many many years, That's which cool. was amazing for, for me.
1: So, uh, could you describe the the problem that you solved just a little bit? Like what what it was?
0: Uh, yes, it's uh, Tesla. It's using um, a software for designing uh, the car. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Katia, It's called. I don't know if you are familiar with it. It's one of the most complex, you know, CAD system so. that is on the market. Um,
1: for any, for any listeners, CAD is computer aided yes, design. Yes, it's, it's basically, if you're not familiar yeah. with that,
0: <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, CAD, oh no, it, uh, it's, CAD, it's, it's what you do before you have actually a physical product. You, you cannot have a physical product without sending a CAD file, like a, a computer file to a manufacturer for them to to actually create at the CNC or my shop or anything else. So um, another thing that you're using it for, you're using it for integration. So you want to make sure that everything, you know, fit together one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, they when, uh, when I got there, they end up, um, I don't know if you, if you ever open a Model S battery pack, but you have seven thousand ten batteries alone in just one module. Seven thousand. Imagine, imagine the muzzle that assembled, You know how, how how it looks like. And uh, beside that, you have all the electrical components and wires and uh, now the, the the plastic parts and you know everything in there. So what happened? Uh, well, you put the batteries in like the modules, the the, the battery pack uh, in Tesla. It's uh, it's the power. Imagine like a heart. You have you know four different uh, rooms in your heart. Well, in uh, in a Tesla battery, you have those modules that where where the cells are sitting. So that's the the part that I was working on, and um, uh, that part alone, we call it clamshell or modules. That part alone, just just one side, has more than twenty five thousand surfaces. Just wow. that, of so when I got there, each time that they they had to modify something, which is basic, like maybe you know you modify like a radius or or a you add a hole, you have to wait between two to three hours to update the model. Well, the problem was not probably doing a little. You could probably do it
1: a little faster today with with more modern computers, but this was nine even, years. Even even
0: with the computer, even with the computers that are now, if you put the model that we saved back then, it's still the same problem because uh, you you have the software that is using um you know the uh, the core, it doesn't use the whole in parallel like sixteen cores or like other softwares. For example, for stress guys, oh. they are using like they can use like even even. Uh, uh, it's funny they can use even uh, Playstations <laughs> to boost the power. Well, no, with this software, with the Katia, you you cannot do that. Because oh, maybe in the future they are thinking to to do a different, you know, a, a different approach. But yeah, and you're talking almost ten years ago. And uh, what they did, they actually brought the the experts, the the team from France uh, that made scotty like the software itself to help them you know fix the problem and they say this is a monster <laughs> we cannot fix this that, it's true i i work with a lot of a lot of assemblies and uh packages but what tesla has in in, in the battery packets it's a monster like the, not just the amount of uh the amount of um parts but the complexity of it it's it's different Anyway, and what I did, I actually took the file and reconstructed it in a, in, in a different sequence and with a different, you no know, steps uh, and a different methodologies uh, in such a way that from hours of waiting uh, right after, so after I, I, I finished uh, with my, uh, uh, you can update it to like five to 10 minutes yes and
1: uh, do you do you think that your did your prior programming experience in romania help you with that Do you think maybe
0: uh no not uh not well (laughs) i should not say that because i don't know how computer operates but uh, now this uh in this uh, situation is just um if you're working and i think it's uh, a lot of engineers can tell you that if you if your experience brought you from from like a, a Die casting uh, Experience going to the design, you know, like a design uh, shop or interior designing or you know the, I think the experience that I have through my entire, you know, uh, entire career helped me with the, what I did for Tesla uh, The thing is even through the litigation that I have with Tesla now and I had it for a few years uh, Tesla agreed. In uh, they actually stated in their brief that uh, even after so many years, they are still using up to date the same methodologies that they implemented in 2010 because they couldn't find anything better to do. So, <laughs>
1: so they use it on the Model 3 yeah. and the Model X yes.
0: also. They use the same, uh, nice. the same parameters, the same type of ideas that they had. The way you structure the entire thing, it's it's the same. Well, imagine that uh, we are uh, I work for ref4. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but Tesla did uh, a few hundred cars for for Toyota ref4 powered by Tesla um, I was the one doing the modules for Tesla two and uh, also for the Mercedes B class. They had a project uh, Time the same I work for those two actually work for all the modules that Tesla had between 2010 and 2013 Oh so cool. And uh, yeah. when I got there, so, I told you, they, they, it was not a problem of waiting for the updating the files, but uh, they end up to the limit of Katia, which, uh, and by saying what, what I want to say, uh, each time that they try to save something on the model, the model didn't update. You couldn't save anything. It was like the limit. Max out. exactly. And imagine you have to send that part to a supplier. To make it well if you cannot export <laughs> it you don't have a part you don't have a part you don't have a battery you don't have a battery you don't have models <laughs> so and mm. uh back then uh, uh imagine this uh a lot of people they not even knew who tesla was a lot a lot of supply you have to spell p-e-s-l-a and they're like well this is toyota this is who is this it's like what no <laughs> the company no it's, it's Tesla. Tesla. so this is how it was back then and for people that they listening and they they know what the automotive industry uh, you know requirements are when you when you're a tiny you know tiny slice of their you know manufacturing production they will not wait for you you know and put you you you're going back in the queue you know you're going on back on the line to mm. with something if you if you miss a deadline so for them was crucial the deadline to be, to be there so uh, yeah that this is how it started with
1: us <laughs> so it, it sounds like your early years with tesla were mostly positive when did when did things start to turn less positive well, at tesla in Ford? um in
0: 2013 i realized that uh i was worn out i want to say i was working and uh, it's not just me uh my team as, as well but uh because I was hand- I was the only one handling those parts. You know, it uh, it was a lot of pressure and uh, stress <laughs> coming up from from high above. Uh, but uh, ima- can you imagine that we had I don't know five or six I don't remember exactly how many but the push-ups we call them, in which we had even eight weeks without a Saturday or Sunday off, and without a, or not even not even the the uh, you're not thinking eight, uh, nine to five, uh, you know, work time. We were coming around eight, nine at work, and maybe we were going home around two in the morning. And uh, for me, it was uh, was really hard. Sometime I was leaving there around three, four in the morning, and on eight, they were calling me back because they couldn't go further. On it. So I had days that I was sleeping not even four or five hours in in a, in a 72 hours shifts wow. uh, and the worst i think you know that the the sad part and uh i i'm sure that you guys heard about the issues uh, of uh, you know health discussion that anna has and uh, you mm-hmm. know, people you know painting on the floor well uh i can tell you from my experience that uh this is how the slide it's uh, it's used to to push people for uh I can tell you from my experience, I was more than 26 hours straight of working and uh, I actually fainted. The ambulance came, I was out of oxygen, uh, you know, palpitations, everything, the whole thing, I was freaking out. Uh, and uh, they took me to the hospital. My team was worried, but the HR and uh, one of my uh, manager told me, well, please do whatever you do, but don't tell them how much you're working here because you don't want to get us in trouble, right? I mean, we are a team, we are a family. And true, you know, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to put my friends because we are not just family, but we are friends. You know, I don't want to put them in a in a bad position. So I didn't say too much about that. But uh, the time was going and after a few months, again, I ended up to the, you know, I, I I was having, I was actually black around my mouth and stuff and uh Ooh, that doesn't sound i good. they asked me to go to drive because you know we were uh, working in palo alto uh on deer creek location and uh it sure was like 10 minutes five minutes to the hospital but they actually put me to to drive to there and uh,
1: so that they wouldn't have to call an ambulance they, was that why they wanted you to drive yeah,
0: they didn't want to because each time that they were calling an ambulance they have to report it well during my uh mm-hmm. my uh Last arbitration that I had with them, we ask for, you know, as every company has, you know, like a log of ambulances that they have. Well, guess what? Tesla didn't have that one.
1: Mm-hmm. No, so no, no. ambulance
0: They didn't. They didn't ah. record that. So, like I said, I, I cannot speak for other people. I just know from my experience that the uh, thing happens in this direction. And uh, it's not. So... I'm not the only one that fainted. There they they were guys. Uh, see, this is, I think it was my fault as well. Uh, I push myself too much, thinking that you know I'm a woman and I have to prove myself. Uh, because I was told uh, for, by HR that, uh, uh, well, you know, if you keep having those issues with your heart, it seems that you you are not quite a Tesla material. And you know, you don't wanna you don't wanna tell them that you you know ne- you need to slow down because then you know you're the only woman in the uh, in the team and you're showing that. You know you're weak, <laughs> and I will, you know, I, I I bite the, the bait. How it says. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, you're asking me uh, what's what uh, you know so what started is you know the a rough road with Tesla. So- and uh, I told the HR, I said, I uh, said I cannot, I cannot go in this space. Anymore. I, I need I need uh, I need to slow down I uh, this is insane I mean I was okay for two and a half years but I have a limit and uh, mm-hmm. they uh, <laughs> it's why they uh, allow me uh, to have kind of like a uh, two weeks uh, to work from uh, from home two weeks from uh, from the office uh, until they will uh, reclassify me Tesla was what was doing, and it's not just me. It, it was for for like per Tesla in general, for CAD experts, you have to pay them hourly. Well, Tesla didn't do it until Tesla. I was paid everywhere hourly, and this is the law in California, Washington, whatever. It, this is the law for 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 CAD uh, CAD engineers. And uh, I realized that Tesla was not doing this to me, but it was they were doing it to the entire team, like all the CAD people they were not paid and I told them I was like this you guys you're actually breaking the law because it's not uh, it's not uh, legal to to do that and they promised me that by the end of the year uh, it was in 2012 I will be reclassified I was like okay you know I can I can deal with that uh well guess what uh at the end of the year they uh, reclassified everybody beside me
1: <laughs> <Wow>. everyone
0: <laughs> they, me hours that I was working I was I was they would have me more than the director or a VP on that. <laughs> and uh, I got really upset and uh, I said this is wrong this is you guys are are, are really this is not this is illegal basically and uh, I said I'm leaving Tesla and it uh, was a lot of fuss about it they didn't want me to do it they they lure me with a lot of you know incentive to stay and I said uh, no,'m I'm, I'm leaving if you guys can do this. it's like this is you know this is not kosher, it's not a fair fair judgment and uh, uh, my two weeks notice become six six weeks notice <laughs> because I uh, uh, you know they were my friends like I said they were we were a family you know especially my 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 team, my colleagues and uh, we end up. Uh, I had to, I had to help them. So I ended up having a six weeks, you know, uh, mm-hmm. notice. Well, fate make it, but, uh, a week before my, my last week there, um, I found out that I have numerous tumors on my breasts and they could be cancer. Uh, well, I didn't want to let them know. I didn't want to let anybody know, know what, what it will happen until I will have a, a result. Uh, but I went back to HR and to my manager and I told them, well, if you, you know, if it's not too late, I, I would like to stay. And everybody jumped out of their seat and my manager was <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, of course. Of course. Why now everything is getting back to normal. <laughs> Christina is back. Like a lot of people heard that it was, you know, in a, in an open space. Um, well, this was on a Monday before my last, supposing my last, uh, my last day there. On a Friday, would have been my last day, and uh, the HR just said, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm cancelling everything. Congratulations, we are so happy you're staying." You know, they. And the day before the uh, my last day, we had a party. Someone was leaving, and uh, you know how it is when the entire team is getting around on a bar. We are talking and laughing, and. Uh, one of the people that asked me is like why are you staying and uh, you know thinking that it's it's not just my friends it's my family I told them that uh, next week I'll find out if i will ca- if I have cancer or not I know that I have the tumors I don't know you know if they are cancer and uh, guess what the second day uh, my manager asked me to come to a meeting uh, to discuss future projects and that meeting was the hr and him telling me that that was the exit interview. And uh, when I asked them what, I just gave me back all my projects. What's wrong? It's like no. And they handled me a, a you know, all like any other you know exit interview. They have like a special folder that. Uh, mm-hmm. you get. Well, guess what? They had a sticky note with the HR director wrote on it saying for disability issue, please call such and such. So they knew before the meeting that i may have cancer in four days so i was like a rotten apple for them i was not useful to stay there if, if i may have cancer and uh i that was my last day it was january uh, a lot of people in tesla got angry they need me like a, a lot of other team just like if you don't need her we want it like we know what the christina is capable of and another team tried to get me in like the next week after that um but tesla hr told them that if they can wait for three months they can have me uh three months later a manager called me and told me if i have cancer or not and what's going on with that i told them that i don't have cancer a month later not a month a week later the hr director called me telling me that you know uh a lot of uh, groups in here want you and we really Desperate to have you back, and now that you don't have cancer, uh, we will actually need you on some really hard projects. And I could not believe that they were actually saying that. But uh, as I told you, I was having so many friends in there, and you know, I, I had the good part of Tesla that I said, you know, have them. You know, they are they are bad and rotten apples everywhere. It's not just Tesla; it's it's everywhere you go. There you have bad people, and I I accept the offer. Well, this time, uh, I was not in the battery group. I went to interior design and, uh, I, uh, I was part of Freeman factory. By the way, I have pictures if, you know, so I can show you. I was part of the first, uh, opening when we cut the chain and we went inside the Freeman factory <laughs> back in 2011. So that was fun as well. Uh, anyway, um, I have to say, when I got into the interior side, on the Fremont side, it was a hell. It was a completely new vibe, a complete, it it was, it was like, was not Tesla anymore. Like, everybody was just focused on the number of cars that they take out. They didn't even give a shit on the, on the quality issues that they have. They didn't give a a damn on the innovation, nothing. I was like, I was out for, Four or five months, and what what the heck happened here? And uh it like I said, I was I was sorry that I actually moved back to, to to California. I couldn't believe that it's the same company. Well, the hell just started for me because uh as soon as I got there, I was asked to make some improvements to the uh, well, a pillar, some parts, some interior parts from Tesla. And uh uh of course that's why they hire me to do my you know to do my best that's that, that that's why i know everybody knows me as a katia fairy well it's a reason for it <laughs> when i put my magic something happened so uh, i got in uh in there and uh for in the first month i saved tesla 2.5 million dollars uh, it's not the first time i know it's a big number it's not the first you know company that they said so much money boeing was one too but uh anyway uh my manager and uh, his assistant got really frustrated how do i dare to you know to save the money it's like well that's why you hire me that this is how the directors and the vps and everybody wants me to do to save they money were, like,
1: like they were upset about you saving oh, money you
0: you have that no makes, idea and that makes no sense well, but and i got really upset in that meeting and i said i thought that you want me to give me a race or, or a, you know, a, a pet on the back or something that I did what I did. So said, what, what else do you want me to do in here if, if not, you know, improving the, the, the quality? That's why you hire me to, to have, you know, solve the issues. His answer was, your job in here from now on is to make Andrew and me happy any way possible. And I said, "Come again? What did you just say?" It's like, be careful because this is can be interpreted in many ways. Well, take it as, as 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 you want it. What I'm saying, I'm saying it again, any way possible. And I got out of the room, and uh, I said, "That's it. I'm I'm done with this." And uh, someone said, "Like, just calm down. You know, they are, it's they have a different personality. Just." just be with us <laughs> and they were my friends. I was like, okay. And I tried to put it on a, maybe on, on a differences of, uh, you know, personality issue, not management issues. And it was my own mistake for doing that. But like I said, I, I, work with a lot of people and I thought mm-hmm. it's just, we can, we can sort this out. Well, I was wrong. Um, a few, not even, I don't know if it was a few weeks later, uh, I was asked if I can uh, come up with a a new idea for X. We were working, we are testing some new ideas for the Model X. And uh, I came uh, up with an idea for a prototype which was never been done in automotive industry before. Uh, And I don't know, have you ever uh, drove a Model X before?
1: I no. have not. No, but, I've actually not driven any of the Tesla vehicles yet. Yeah. There was a, a Tesla fan who offered to to pay for a Turo rental for me, but yeah. he backed down and never never lived up to his yeah. word on that. So, so. The, uh,
0: Model X uh, has like a huge wind uh, windshield that actually ends beyond your like up to the B pillar. B pillar is the the post that you have between the front door and the back door. For the people that doesn't know mm-hmm. the terminology, uh, and uh, my idea was to come up with uh, with with a different type of uh, a different type. It, it was the first time that we you, we will not have a sun visor, a physical sun visor in a car since 1931, since the first the first sun visor was uh, was invented. And uh, what was doing? You are going and touch. Imagine to have a clear perfect glass window above you and just touch it and everything becomes black you touch it again with your hand and cool. it becomes white another part of the invention was that you are actually putting your fingers like you're making a zoom you know in the in the, and you can actually move a certain portion of the of the screen the dark part up and down depends on, you know, of of your view. So you will not block the entire panorama uh, of your windshield. Mm -hmm. Well, um, my manager, uh, when he heard the idea, he forced me to give it away to him and to some friends of his. And uh, if I'm a good girl, maybe they will put my name somewhere in the end of the invention when everything will end. <laughs> I think you imagine my, my frustration in that moment. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, I said, no, I think I can do it myself. And uh, I said, he told me that it's impossible for a woman's brain to develop something like this alone. Not even, I will not be able to develop a prototype rather than an invention." And I said, so a woman's brain needs can actually go and teach you and other guys how to do it. But I'm not, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. sense. And uh, he said, well, if you don't do it, you're out of this project. Okay, <laughs> I'm out of this project. <laughs> and uh, a few directors find out, and like I said, even even. The 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 moments that I have with some individual in Tesla I didn't change my 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 thoughts about guys even now. I love guys, <laughs> just to make that clear. <laughs> I'm not a lunatic where you no know, hates everybody because what happened. And uh, I was really upset. Uh, some directors told me it's like, "What? Why are you so? Uh, you have tear You have tears in your eyes. What's going on?" And I told them the story. I said i come up with something so amazing you guys like not you but you know the director the senior management of tesla asked me if i can come up with some idea about this and now you're the one that kind of like forced me to give it away like where are we like middle east or you know 1920s like what's going on here i cannot believe that it's tesla i cannot believe that it's us like it's 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 and uh, she and another two people they said no this is a bunch of bs uh, just just wait for a few yeah, for a few for a few days and uh, this is how i end up telling my story to the highest level in tesla which was duckfield back then we were joking because was the ceo <laughs> was the ceo without title when elon was not there uh, back then <laughs> elon was part of tesla one single day every two weeks on wednesdays this is how much Elon one
1: one day yes, every. This two is how weeks. much Elon
0: was there.
1: So I think I think since then he's probably been yeah. there a lot more well, often. That, since every since everyone else well, has left, he's like not there. Doug so and, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> But anyway, um, I wasn't. Uh, they they asked me to talk with him, and I said, "Are you serious? Do you want me to talk with him?" and uh, uh, they say, "Yeah, I think I think your your idea is brilliant, and it will help Tesla a lot. And uh, you know, we should not, we we should we should praise you know engineers like you." And I have some emails, if you want, I can show you, uh, like what what the senior management was thinking about my my idea. And uh, I was really happy. I didn't know what to expect to to speak with Doug field. <laughs> Everybody, you know they're looking up to him. He was really, is it, it was an amazing, amazing asset for set, uh, for Tesla. Uh, it was part of uh, app. He was part of a lot of like Silicon Valley, uh, companies mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. uh, he had that passion. I, you know, vibe and all the time he was for innovation for, you know, R and D stuff. Yeah. Production is important, but let's not, let's not forget why we are here. You know, like he was, really Silicon Valley kind of like R&D guy. And uh, like I said, Tesla was starting 2013 was just numbered of cars per week, numbers of cars per week, numbers. It doesn't matter how it got out. Just take them out. It doesn't matter how what the issues were. Mm-hmm. And uh, I talked with that field and uh, I said, I'm, I'm not sure what, what to believe because you told me that he told me like duckfield uh that you are not interested interested in the in my idea well guess what my manager and uh, you know his assistant uh actually lied to me when he told me that he present my idea to the senior management and they are not interested and this is how i found out well duckfield said from this day on for this project you're reporting to me you are not talking with anybody it's you talk with uh, like a lot of people knew about the project but they said no from this day i want you're under my uh you know management so to speak and he said you're mm-hmm. the project management mm-hmm. for your project you come up with the idea tell me how many people you need tell me how many guys everything was ready to go well uh the project was done the prototype was done Elon Musk got to see it got into the car <laughs> I was actually with the dark field Rich Haley which was the VP of product excellence or a guy he had a really hard time in Tesla <laughs> for the quality issues that he tried to, to come up with uh, <laughs> and uh, another two VPs were there and uh, Elon actually Came into the car and was like what what what, what what's what's going on what, what's the project and he was you know he was in a rush he didn't know about it and he got into the car with one foot in and one foot out you know kind of like just a few seconds and i said okay uh, i know that you don't have too much time look on the back and he looked on the you know the technology that i had and when he saw that was like a second you know little black and the other second was like dark he just smashed the car he put his foot in and he was like do it again do it again do it. he i think he did it like five or six times i was like i was not he's you know an eccentric guy but i didn't know what to expect on that point it's <laughs> like so he hates it or he loves it it's like see this is the kind of shit i'm looking for mother legs where is this hidden why did you guys didn't tell me about it and i uh, said don't worry we will we will talk about it next week and uh during that week uh, some really bad things happened in Tesla uh, my entire team stood up by me when I dared to speak up about the management issues that we had about the quality issues that we have about the fact that I'm fed up to look and see how a, a car that I loved so much got destroyed under my eyes and I have to accept that I cannot I cannot stay anymore and see how bad cars are releasing out of the factory line without do something about it. Like I think about this, I had millions in shares on that point. I could just shut up, not care about the customers. In a few years I would have my share and so long Tesla, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't, my, my dignity, my passion that I have for cars, my passion that I have for my career I just couldn't, I, could, I couldn't shut up. And uh, especially that quite a few people, quite a few colleagues of mine share some really safety concerns about the, the, some things in the kind of, no, we, 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 we have to bring this up. We have to start an investigation. And um, we had a meeting with the VP about all this, so in, the entire team. Well, <laughs> my mistake was that after the meeting and after I realized that all that came out from that meeting was the HR legal and some of my VPs, uh, the only thing that they wanted is to to resign me as my friends were telling me. Uh, I had a stupid idea to send an email to Elon Musk. <laughs> Three days later, I was out of Tesla after I sent him the email, but I did also my resignation uh, in those days because legal came to me and said if you want to have your friends life on your shoulder go ahead and stay here because they knew you know I had the invention on top I had uh, dark field on my side I had too many people to actually fire me and they told me that if I'm not presenting my resignation all my friends that they were in that meeting and you're talking about an entire freaking team, they'll be deported to Mexico or out of US. Besides one person and myself, which I had a green card, I have a green card. All of them, they could lose their their place in here in US. Well, I couldn't do that. I couldn't I couldn't stay and watch what they were doing to them and I present my resignation there. But one of the directors said, no, I, I, I don't accept that. I, I want you in here. <clears throat> My mistake was that I sent the email to Elon Musk. <laughs> he didn't knew actually that I'm the same girl, the same person that did the, the invention. <laughs> I can. Uh, anyway, uh, I was on Tesla uh so they- two days later. Uh, and actually the HR director who took me out uh, she wrote on the exit interview you know that every time that you're you're having an exit interview they have to write what's the reason for it well imagine a, an hr director writing with her and reason for leaving threatened because she spoke up <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> is that what, what they actually, actually put, put in there
1: the... and wow from there so so your email happened. your email to your email to Elon Musk was yes. about the safety yep. issues or quality issues? Yeah,
0: that's that's okay. the email. That's the email that I sent. And uh, I told him, uh, Elon, I'm out of Tesla. Two days later, after I, uh, I'm out of Tesla. Not that I want to, but I was forced out. Uh, you have quality issues. You have safety issues. Safety that can, even the VPs agrees that they are safety issues. Uh, we are threatened one-on-one by HR, so the HR and the the director that I was complaining about, they took every single individual from that meeting and trying to force them to to drop their investigation. And uh, I sent an email to Elon and I said, uh, you send an email a worldwide, like a a company-wide email, like he's used to, even now to do, and you said Mm -hmm. that if we have any issues Mm -hmm. to come to you. You said that each time that a director or a manager stop you from talking with another team. We should come to you. Well, I have everything, including how they retaliate and demote me, recorded for you. Just call me, and you will have the recordings. Well, the legal department from Tesla, the senior, I think, was associate advisor. I don't remember exactly the title. But uh, after they forced me out and they, they actually took me to a dungeon place under construction. So we, two security guards outside the door. And they told me if I'm not signing, I said, I'm not signing this resignation. They told me if I don't sign it, uh, they will handcuff me and they will drive me through all the parking lot. And everybody will not know what what's going on. So your dignity and your honor will be out of the window. They knew that this is what mattered for me. So, and uh, the legal uh, came down and said, uh, if you care about your family and about your son, uh, you will destroy those recordings as soon as possible. I said, so I'm showing you how I was retaliated against and the reason why you have it on tape and you're threatening me for that, I fainted of you know just the idea that they can do something to my son, my little one, uh and I fainted in front of Tesla, like in there after the threat happened. And someone told me that uh, HR and legal they were laughing when the ambulance came and everything. So I don't remember anything. I I I, I blacked out. But they say they were laughing when you are taking out by right them. Anyway, that's the. That's kind of like the background in, up to there. From that point, of course, I, I uh, went and uh, filed for an arbitration for the whistleblower, cl- or the whistleblower claim, a retaliation claim, a demotion claim. Which all of them, they were there. <laughs> I don't have to argue. You cannot argue your own words. Uh, and uh, that took almost four—no, more than four and a half years. Because Tesla wow. is brilliant wow. on delaying things. That took me with two law firms, because a lot of uh, Tesla's Tesla Q you know, uh, group and team, they keep asking me why am I not having a lawyer, and a lot of you know, tweets and uh, Reddit, and a lot of people that's like, why why does she not have a lawyer? Well, I don't have a lawyer because I cut both my lawyers lying to me and making deals with Tesla behind my back, so they will win. And I'm not talking as, I, I, I don't have a said a said type of story. Those are emails in which they are lying. So my faith in lawyers are uh, almost down to zero. And again, I'm not a, one of those persons that, uh, you know, it happens, something happens to you and everybody's to blame. I'm sure that they are good lawyers somewhere. I just don't trust them now. Anyway, the the arbitration ended, and mm-hmm. I would like to mention a few things that I I think it will blow your mind, and uh, you know the I'm really proud by the way to be part of this. Like you, even about a short, I had to learn what exactly the short was. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a mechanical engineer, I couldn't, especially from Europe, you have no clue what you know shares and actual you know, options are. Anyway. Uh, and um i have to say that in the arbitration uh, arbitration award that uh, i had after those claims i won the misclassification this was the first thing that i was telling you about uh, uh the tesla had should have pay me the hours that i worked, uh and the reason why the first you know the first time i i want to leave was there uh, i won that one uh and I didn't want anything else for the whistleblower and uh, the retaliation. And the reason was Tesla won a motion uh, in which the arbitrator agree that I will not be allowed to use the recordings in which you have safety issue, in which you have an entire freaking team that, you know, it's so easy to to portray and and destroy the image of one person. It's kind of, little, you know, just just a niche harder to say that your entire team is losing their mind, anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. it, as I said, that recording is not just me; it's an entire team, and every single person is telling their issues and their quality issues, their their safety concerns, and everything—the ha- the harassment, the bullying. Anyway, they won, of course. Uh, idea for them to not have uh my recordings and made it which was not as kosher but anyway i i don't want to discuss that part because it will help me a lot in the <laughs> in the litigation they have now with Tesla. uh but even if i won the misclassification the arbitrator come up with the conclusion that m- a million or so that you know, what was the money that I should supposed to get for the hours, the lunch, which is everything that I was, you know, uh, not provided when I was in Tesla, he decided to give me all only 18% of that amount, uh, even less I think because of three reason. And I just want to mention those three reasons in the beautiful American society from X, formal judge. First, I dare to roll my eyes and explosively cross my hands when Tesla's witnesses were talking. Two, (laughs) 99% of girls and, you know, my gay friends, they're rolling their eyes. But anyway, when you're against Tesla, everything is possible. So this is the first. The second, I dare to say that Tesla's winters were lying. Well, <laughs> I have the evidence. Look at them. <laughs> but again.
1: Yeah, they didn't let you in. Not just the, the it,
0: recordings. Not thing. just yeah. that, but the arbitrator lied about the testimony and the evidence that I presented. So he said something like this I was looking at that email and it happened in. April such and such, when actually the email and the chain of emails after that, it shows you that happened in February. Well, when you change, I know that the law, it's not math, but when you change that, exactly the most key ingredient that shows the retaliation against me, of course it's not, (laughs) will not come out with the same result. Anyway, the third thing that I was punished for was the fact that I dare to hyperbolically exaggerate that I saved motherless. When he has a freaking email sent to the entire company in which they said, if Christina was not coming with her magic and save our, not but, but you know, save save yeah. us, we will not mm-hmm. have motherless when yeah. we have. But again, when you are Tesla and you are in the arbitration against one single woman With nobody knows what exactly what's happening in arbitration, you can be punished for everything. Well, in the same arbitration, Tesla was caught tampering with evidence, and by that, I'm saying they come up with the excuse for not giving me the emails that will prove not just the amount of hours, which it's you guys will. If you will see it, we like I said, not just me, but we we had an entire team working for eight or ten weeks without Saturday and Sunday, and I don't know how many times more than twenty six hours straight. But out of the blue, Tesla, poor guy, that you know they are working even on the artificial intelligence and autopilot, they had a the bug in their backup system, and darn it, that bug it exactly. Exactly the emails that I needed for winning this, even without the recordings. You know, the judge said, "Well, it's a bug." Not the judge, but the arbitrator said, "Well, it's a bug. It's a bug. What can you do?" Few days before the final arbitra, like the arbitration, like the file, the hearing per se. uh, Someone from Tesla. We don't know who, how, whatever happened. Out of the blue around 40, I don't remember the name, I don't want to lie, but around 40-something emails come out out of the blue from a period in which Tesla said that that backup is gone. (laughs) Well, of course, Tesla brought their experts uh, in front of the arbitrator, uh, which end up saying in the end that he has no clue why those emails occurred appeared, and the arbitrator come up with the conclusion that uh, it's true that if I would have had those emails, uh, that will help me through a lot of, you know, issues that a lot of my claims, including the amount of my misclassification. He also said in the same arbitration award that if, uh, you know, uh, even if Tesla brought that their expert, in uh, uh you know in the arbitration. Uh not even the expert could figure it out why Tesla did what it did. But still again Tesla was not punished for anything like tampering with evidence. But I had to be punished for the reason that I was telling you. Uh, during this arbitration, during the hearing, uh something Happened, and uh, a reporter from Huffington Post asked me if I would like to have a article about me. It was not the first time, by the way, that uh, someone was trying to to bring some light on what uh, my story was. Wall Street Journal was the first, actually, to come up with the with the first uh, article about me, uh, and I just wanna. Make like a short bracket here to, to tell you and the listeners. Uh, I had a huge fight, more than six months, to force Tesla to bring me into the arbitration the emails from Elon Musk, the emails that I sent them. There were two. Uh, for six months, they said that they, they cannot fo- they cannot find it. There's no email. There's no email in Elon's inbox. There's no email in my email. Uh, Well, I told that story to the Wall Street Journal uh, reporter, and she was about to write about it. Well, guess what? After we had a meeting with me, the reporter, and my dear ex-lawyer, three days later, out of the blue and by the same magic that the emails appeared, the two emails from Elon's box appeared. And I said, no, I don't want the PDF. I want the freaking original. It was another huge fight with Tesla to give me the original. And uh, you know why. Uh, and this is where my first degree held me out. I went into the back of the, on the code of the email and I figured it out, which it's easy for anybody. You don't have to have a programmer degree that Elon freaking forward that email from that I send on a Saturday morning, seven minutes after to a director of HR. Why? Why are you sending an email to an HR person when you find out that you can have recordings, that you can have evidence that people are stealing from you, that people are 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 sending cars out defective why why do you what why in your freaking mind of of such a humble and caring oh so caring ceo you're sending that email to a director well another quite a few months pass by and uh, i think a lot of people realize now that i'm i'm not one of those person that you push it away on a corner yell and she will stay there and uh, I fight and fight and fight to have that email and I want to know what that email said. Well, I couldn't I, I, I didn't I was not allowed to. Uh, the arbitrator agreed that I would not you know to not be allowed to have it. Well during the arbitration, after I told my side of story, the arbitrator came up with the sua sponte decision was decision for the people that doesn't know it's a really high serious order that uh, the judges and arbitrators can give mm-hmm. for parties for one of the parties to do something like on the spot and he gave us a sponsored decision to tesla to provide me with the email that elon sent he said uh, i agree with you guys to for her not to see it but seeing how I've they, you know, this affects her. I think she has the right to see it. Well, my second law firm decided to hide from me that was Ponte decision for 10 months until I find out from the final award that actually was a was decision. Uh, I'm not allowed, <laughs> I wish I can tell you the content of that email after I had a huge fight with my lawyer. I I was told what was said in that email. I realized back then why Tesla wanted to hide it from me. The hypocrite and the misogynist pig that Elon is. I, you know, that email kind of like show again, clearly that this is how it is. But again, I'm not allowed to say it yet, but that email. And uh, this is how I I decided that I will not listen to any kind of freaking lawyer and I will go against Tesla for my defamation case alone, which I am now. Nobody thought that I will not even file it, not even Tesla. <laughs> Nobody thought that I will actually go through an oral argument, Tesla included. I did that too. And the last month, I... Uh, had a decision from the federal judge that i deserve to have a, a trial in the federal court uh not with all my claims that tesla put in the haffington post article but with the most important ones uh just to make clear for the listener that they don't know the story the way you and you know the You knows it uh tesla dare to write a note to this article that was wrote about me in Huffington post which was actually the note note it's bigger than the entire article itself it's not just we deny or she's lying no it's 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 bigger i think it's bigger than the the article itself
1: Looks like it's about
0: yes, a dozen
1: paragraphs a or again.
0: so. Uh, in which they're lying about, I I not even know how to, how how someone can actually wrote what they wrote. I, I mean, I know why, because Tesla, it's it's used to the nobody, it's fighting back. It's used to, they're used to it that everybody's mm-hmm. on their side, the law. They are above the law, actually, and, you know, <laughs> doing arbitration, they prove, yeah, they prove that again. But uh, it's, it was shocking for me, which I know Tesla, which I find them for four and a half years and I know what they are capable of. Reading that note, I was like, darn, I should not be angry of the people from the internet and from the social media saying the best things they are saying about me. Because if I will be in their place, I will think the same way. <laughs> like, you cannot lie about a person Stealing money, not, not stealing, but when you're spending money on a secret projects that without approval, it's, it's stealing money. You, I, I, it's, it's impossible to think that a company like Tesla would actually say something like this, if it's not true. Right. And, mm-hmm. and more than there, there are so many things mm-hmm. in that, that article that shocked me the most, but listen to this, that article and that note was a few weeks before the uh, the arbitration started, the the first arbitration. Well, imagine (laughs) Tesla and the person who wrote it and the person who allowed them to write something like this, they have everything fresh in their mind because they had the position, they have testimony, they had discovery, they had all the freaking email. And still, they lied about things that they knew. It's 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 not right. And just I don't wanna I don't wanna share too many because it's it's an active litigation. But I will share something with you that uh, you will be shocked. Part of the the article on one point, uh, Tesla says that I went above their team of experts Experts, I think they use the term. I not even uh, I have to look in here. Uh and says Ms. Bannon was unhappy with a particular supplier that was selected by an internal group of subject matter experts who intense extensively studied the issue. She took it upon herself to find an alternative supplier that had no prior relevant experience and that failed a mandatory site inspection. Well, when you're reading something like this, you're saying, hey, she's not just disobeying, but she's crazy to do something like that. For, for a normal person, I mean, it's not, it's not from someone that it's an industry, someone who it's just reads the article. Well, Tesla, Tesla's critical witness, critical witness testified in the freaking arbitration had the with them. In which he described in details how he talked to the, that supplier that Tesla said that I brought. And they he explained them, the arbitrator and to, to my lawyer in the depositions, how he was the one to introduce them to me. Emails shows that. And you freaking lie on something like this when you know that I not even knew any of them when you have those deposition this is imagine how when you will guys see the entire when i'll get to federal court and you guys will see the entire evidence this is just an example for you to see the malicious how malicious tesla can go to 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 what level of maliciousness can 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 you know can endure like you're not lying about you know he says she's a type of story you're lying about something that you knew that is not true. The same with the New York thing. They are saying that I spent as money on on personal created project. He says Miss Bellen spent company time working on a secret projects without her manager approval and booked booked freaking booked an unapproved trip to New York on Tesla's expenses to visit a supplier for her own own personal created project. So first of all, hundreds of emails that they had, they were the one making discovery for in the previous arbitration. That field, another three VPs, two directors, a bunch of technicians that they work under you know, and help me with that project. And you're telling the world that this is own personal creative project? And I didn't have any approval when if you're looking on my claim, the claim that I, you know, the, the, the original claim that I filed, you will see Doug's field saying, I just don't, not just that I just like this idea. I'm obsessed with it. So you you have, an email from the highest level in Tesla saying, it, I'm obsessed with her and I cannot wait to see the prototype. And you're daring to say this on a, on a freaking media post like Huffington Post that I didn't have approval on, it's beyond what I can. And for the listeners, for you, even if I loved New York, sadly, I never had the chance to go there for business or pleasure. So, Imagine the shit show that it will be when Tesla has to produce the trip expenses, the hotels, the meals, which they lied during the previous arbitration as well, that happened. When I never been there, when they have emails that shows that I won't, won't been there. So never in my life,
1: <laughs> ever. So, you, so you've never even been to New York. Never in your life. Wow. Yes. And they... Yes. And they posted this yes. in this note. Yes, and now post. Uh, it that's, happens
0: that that's I won the half of, at least, I, I won a place in, in the federal court. Next April, it will be the, the trial in which Tesla has to prove the criminal charges that, they, get, that they, they brought against. They have to show how did I spend company money without any approval. They have to show how did I went and brought a supplier out from uh, out of the blue when the sh- the, the, the the facts are showing differently. They have to show all those things that they are clear evidence. Without even me opening my mouth, I could just show the jury and the judge just look on those emails. And now Tesla decided that Um, they don't like the decision that the federal judge actually she's a senior federal judge one of the most respected in seattle in washington state and they decided uh, on monday to make an appeal for her decision Uh, (laughs) um the reason is uh part of her uh part of her uh, order was because of how tesla acted up to now She's cutting all the confidentiality agreements and clauses for the arbitration and for the court. So everything that I'm telling you now, everything that I will put during arbitration on my website, everything that I'm saying, everything doesn't have any type of confidentiality agreement starting last month. It's appealing that it's appealing the fact that they have to so go they still the have to go Tesla in federal court and right demonstrate now. the the criminal that charges are... that they have which is which is really bad in a in a defamation claim in a defamation claim what counts is the truth did she or did she not do that it doesn't matter what what other there's the that's the truth and uh they will have <laughs> you, as you will see they will have a hard time you know proving trips that never happened, uh, proving uh, projects that I had approval for so many people, uh, proving suppliers that I brought, you know. I, I It hurts so bad reading on a social media. Uh, normal people, you know, like, you cannot blame them. You know, they wrote, the, they, they read the, the article. I will, even if I will not be a Tesla fan, I will start having doubts about that person. Would do such a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Saying that, oh, mm-hmm. I'm sure that uh, the supplier that she was brought, bring, brought in, uh, it's one of her cousins or some family thing, and she had part of the like, kickback. Mm-hmm. It hurts. It hurts so bad. But you're right. If you're if you're looking from their perspective, what the hell? Someone will bring a supplier out, you know, out of purchasing team if not for, you know, personal reasons. Well, yeah. I cannot wait to see that those Tesla fan boys, mm-hmm. what they will do when they will see that everything was a lie. And now, I I was, like I said, I was really upset this week and I, I asked for, for everybody's help, for legal help, for financial help, or any type of help to help me out with this appeal. Uh, I'm... I'm, I'm shocked that Tesla actually went through, through this. You know, take this path, knowing that they were lying. I, 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 really, I cannot believe that they were, they were doing this. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. But it's Tesla, so I should not expect. I should not be surprised of everything that's coming out of there. But uh, as I said, defamation. It's a totally different ball game from a, uh, you know, whistleblower, and, uh, other. know other claims that I had uh, is the truth and uh, I'm confident that you know we are still in US (laughs) even if I was punishing for rolling my eyes and cross my hands uh, I truly hope that the gems the arbitration company that I will be uh, they will not punish me again uh, because uh, I'm a woman (laughs) I'm proud to be a woman and I probably even if I change my sex, I'm sure that I will roll my eyes until I die. So, um, <laughs> see, like <laughs> I said, this, oh, so. I, yeah,
1: I, I roll my eyes, I will do, so. I
0: will do yeah. it anyway. So I let's hope that I will not be punished for that one for for this uh, time around. <laughs>
1: Maybe, maybe you could wear some, some glasses yes, to sir. disguise your eye roll. So right now, maybe that could be part of your strategy. So
0: one, when is, when is the next date? They appeal the decision to the Ninth Circle, Ninth uh, cir- uh, Circle uh, Appeal court, And, um uh, they're really busy. Imagine that is the ninth. that all those states, like how, you know, in Hawaii it's in the Ninth Circuit, uh, the, the date that I have, uh, I have, I think it's December 6th to send my reply. Uh, Tesla had uh, I think November 6th to send their uh, demands or, you know, complaints about it. Uh, and after that, we just wait. The frustrating part for me, it's, it's, I know how, how much expertise they have to delay things. Like, look on the pedal guy like, you No. Know, Werner look on trip look 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 on all the other cases they have for them delay (laughs) delay 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 and we will see after that Uh, (laughs) and what it's a heartbroken situation for me is that (laughs) i spent four and a half years of my life with this i i i wish it's somewhere there someone knowledge enough some honest lawyer i know that i was told that this doesn't exist but i truly believe that it's someone decent out there that they can come up with a solution for me to stop tesla to delay this for another two years because i understand from that learned from the ninth circuit that i could wait even 18 to 24 months for a response just for the appeal so that's a long time for something that I imagine That's this a
1: long time. The,
0: even the judge was surprised when I said that. I don't need any discovery more than the emails between Dave Arnold, the VP of Tesla, who by the way was the guy that Tesla hide for so many years to tell me who wrote the article. And three days later, after the federal judge forced them to disclose the, the name. Dave Arnold left the company for family reasons, of course, not, not, not because of me. So let's face it, it's, it's not about you. uh Clean Technica, by the way, they try to kind of like put the puzzles <laughs> together. And uh, they said, we don't know if it's because of her or not, but uh, it's a weird coincidence. Uh, 24 hours later, Dave Arnold called them I don't want to say a word, mm-hmm. that I called them and tell them to take everything that it's about me out because it's completely false. I called Team Technica and I told them, why did you took everything out about me? Like, why? How do you know that it's completely false or not? Well, you know, we received a phone from Dave Arnold telling that we should take everything out about me. So Dave Arnold didn't care to take out anything about the pet dog guy lawsuit he didn't care about the trip lawsuit he didn't care about you know and i was he didn't care about any other lawsuit just mine took it out because he was really fast uh yeah that was that was a funny thing that just happened a few weeks ago uh <laughs> before he left the company uh, but uh right now uh it's uh for me it's just a just a dead like it's frustrating i think this is the the most frustrating thing uh for me now because because I don't think it's fair for me to have to wait for another two years to be in the same situation that I am today, where I have all the evidence. I don't need any anything because they were the one dis- making the discovery of those emails in the previous arbitration. I don't need anything right now. I can go in front of a judge or the arbitrator and say, "Here's the truth." Besides, like I said, the 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 emails between Leonardo and somebody else who knows <laughs> who but I also receive a warning from the lawyers that it's handling Tesla case that I will uh, that I'm dreaming if I think that I will have Elon's email again I said well it's not uh, your choice or my choice I think that the judge will decide about that well imagine uh, the frustration the shock when uh, They saw that uh, a woman engineer from Transylvania who learned law in three months on her own uh, won something in this (laughs) oral argument that they had. And uh, it will be really, really difficult for Tesla when they have to stay in front of a jury in a federal court uh, because one of the claims that they have to show and uh, prove is that the recordings that I did are criminal. Well, it's not of simple to say just they are criminal. To be criminal, you have to do something with them. To be criminal, it's to to do it without It's not It's not just oh, she recorded is it's against the law that's it. It's On that point, I will have the chance to make those recordings public. In that moment, the world the jury and the federal judge will see the criminal stuff that tesla did in those recordings so i think that's a big part (laughs) of this appeal just question yourself why why did tesla force not force make a motion for the arbitrator not to have them in the first arbitration why did tesla specifically told me to destroy the recordings why imagine that even they uh, they were the ones admitting into their arbitration brief that we told her to destroy the evidence we told her the legal counselor told her to destroy the evidence and she didn't how can you anyway it's beyond my uh comprehension but it's Tesla so they can do whatever they think like I'm here I'm standing as you can see Tesla I'm not afraid of you Elon Musk from my opinion you are the biggest hypocrite that I ever known and for the people that actually wrote my blogs and wrote some of my tweets some of them they got the impression that I am not against Elon Musk I'm more against Tesla because why am I why did I want to have a meaning with him? Why in the world she wants to have a meaning with Elon Musk? Well, I'll put it this way. My honor it's more than just money. My honor and everything that I did up to now. The fact that I lost all my shares because I want to save my colleagues, not to be deported. My honor who didn't allow the curse to be sent out with defects is the same honor that I want to look in that and put the darn email that he sent to all of us that if we had the issue with management that didn't allow us to do our job, to go and tell them, go and tell him. And he turned his shitty back and he shoved me over the bus. I want his face, I want his eyes to look into my eyes and say, yeah, I knew about it. Of course, he didn't do it. Of course, he didn't do it up to now, but I will fight, and I will fight, and I will fight for all the power that I have to convince the judge that I have the right to call Elon Musk on the, on the stand and ask him a few questions for which he destroyed my life. And that's another part that Tesla is afraid of. Me as a woman interrogated Elon Musk, well that will be a, that'll that be interesting to see what his reaction will uh, be. Yeah. <laughs> that would
1: that would make some some good TV, definitely. Well, uh, I know a lot more about your history and your situation with Tesla now, so and I think all the listeners will too. Uh, any, any, yes. Any I, last things you want to wrap up? I with just want to thank you our all here?
0: from just like you, from all my heart. You have no idea what your tweets and your encouragements, and I know it's re- disregard the, the the GoFundMe, which I'm really appreciative of uh, the contribution that you guys did up to now, but the tweets and the care. And just to say, it's okay, Christina, or we are proud of you, Christina, or st- 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 I had girls from Tesla Q who DM me and said, thank mm-hmm. you so much for doing this for all of us as a woman. I'm happy that you guys exist. I never knew, <laughs> I never knew that Tesla Q is, I I never had a t- Twitter since last June, so. <laughs> I never said one, but I had women in the really difficult situations who told me I could stand up to my abusive husband because of what you did. And I couldn't do it. She couldn't known if Tesla You was not there. If Tesla You was not there to reply and re- retweet and retweet my story, there were a lot of people that would not have been affected by this. Thing. And uh, I'm really happy for you guys. I'm really happy that you you guys are you know showing what's really happening in Tesla. It's really sad to 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 see to hear so many people you know looking at Tesla as a as a god as a as a cult. It, it, they not even they not even conceive that Tesla or Elon Musk can actually be wrong and i'm not kidding i received threats and really serious threats uh including w- quite a few telling me that uh, after i started the defamation actually the defamation lawsuit uh mm-hmm. and i sent the the first cease and disease letter i sent it to elon musk mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. and uh, uh i got a few really concerned Text as a mom, telling me that uh, I should be careful what I'm doing, uh, because attacking Elon Musk means attacking God. If you love Jesus, you cannot talk bad about Tesla, because Jesus was the one who helps Tesla be who it is now. <laughs> I was shocked. I could not, believe and now that I'm hearing this. Like I was, I was reading it. I was like what in the world is going on the problem is because the way elon is and the way he 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 loves bullying and he loves harassment he's gathering mm-hmm. so much hate and so much kind of like oh yeah attack everybody oh yes go and no uh, tell this and that oh, you know. it will end up really bad he's he, I don't know if he realized it or he's doing it on, on, on you know on purpose but those people those are sick people out there And to tell me that if I you cannot love Jesus and and uh, and uh, say bad things about Tesla I think it's, it's the, it was the end of the road for me. I, I, I'm just happy that you guys are here and uh, just for the world who know, uh, Tesla Q is not just about shorts. It's about the truth, because a lot of things that you guys are saying, I've been there. I saw them. I have analysis because I was part of, you know, the uh, part of the group that I had to receive them. And I can tell you that there were hundreds of complaints and and issues that were coming out, you know, on the pipe. Tesla was new and Tesla knew about it. I cannot tell you more. Mm -hmm. I wish I can but i will save my aces that i have under my sleeve for the lawsuit (laughs) not for here the only thing that i can tell you is that a lot of you guys are right about a lot of things thank you so much guys
1: well thank you christina thank you for sharing your story and thank you for the the kind words about tesla q and we will continue to to tweet and seek out the truth and tell things the way that we see them and (laughs) Uh, (laughs) As always, you can get some shorty merchandise at evacuationboy.com. Yes, I do. And uh, Christina, I think you have a a GoFundMe account or campaign. So there's a a GoFundMe campaign for Christina. There's the one for Carl Hansen. Uh, There's the one for Skabushka, which doesn't need more funds at this time. uh, But updates do get posted periodically there from Montana Skeptic. And it might have been... Oh, there's also the Carlos and Maggie Aranda GoFundMe. So, four different ones out there that I know of. Maybe there there may be another one in the near future. Who knows? Uh, Tesla does apparently like to abuse people and treat them poorly. And Tesla Q is here to to help some of those people. So, um, this was episode number 41. I appreciate you listening. And... We'll be back for episode 42 next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.